Have you ever felt that you just knew something was wrong in your health, but you just didn't know what to do? Do you have bad seasonal allergies, congestion, or get sinus infections once per year or more? Do you have bloating and constipation that diet changes haven't fixed? If so, mold may be at the root of your gut health and sinus problems. On today's episode, listen in to the conversation with my clinic assistant who recently did a test to look for mold in her body. Learn what she did, what she found, and why she did the test. But before we get into today's episode, let me remind you about our amazing giveaway that is ending today. If you are ready to end your bloating and constipation, sinus infections and congestion and more, then my course, The Better Belly Blueprint, is for you. In my course, you learn how to order functional lab kits that get straight sent straight to your home, how to interpret those labs, and how to create your own powerful, customized health plan that will help you finally end your bloating, constipation, sinus problems, skin problems, and more for good. You can get access to this entire course for free by leaving a rating and review for this podcast by the end of today. Just leave a rating and review in Apple Podcasts or Spotify, take a screenshot of that review, and submit it to our 100K giveaway form at betterbellytherapies.com giveaway. You can find easy links to Apple Podcasts or Spotify and our giveaway form in our show notes. Once you've submitted your review, I'll be able to announce on August 31st the winner. And bonus, there is literally no way to lose. If you submit a review and don't win, I have a special gift for you that you will receive via email as a thank you for leaving a review. So if you are ready to ditch the endless food restrictions, doctor visits, and just want to feel good again, then pause this episode and leave a rating and review and enter to win a full scholarship to the Better Belly Blueprint. Hey friend, welcome to the Better Belly Podcast. Do you want freedom from bloating and constipation? Do you find yourself up late at night Googling natural constipation remedies, causes for bloating, or recipes and exercises to help constipation? Are you frustrated with the mind game of trying to figure out what foods are helping or hurting your gut? Hey, I'm Allison, mom, wife, and functional gut health practitioner. At a young age, bloating and constipation were my constants. I didn't know what to do and wished I could just live a normal life focusing on my passions, my job, and my family. I was tired of abdominal pain that woke me up at night and wasting time and money on gut health remedies that just didn't work. Breakthrough moment, the functional medicine and osteopathic approach to gut health. In this podcast, you will find natural remedies for bloating and constipation, practical, doable belly exercises and massages, and debunk the myths about what really is causing your tummy problems. So toss out those laxatives and say goodbye to that embarrassing gas. Your gut health is calling. And just as a reminder, this information is not meant to diagnose, manage, or treat disease. Always consult with your own health practitioner before you make any changes to your health. Hey, Madeline. Welcome to the Better Belly Podcast. Hi. Thanks for having me. I'm super excited to be here. So this is a fun podcast episode, as we've already mentioned, because my assistant, Madeline, is on here. She's usually my clinic assistant, and she's helping me do everything from take notes for clients to ordering all the labs, ordering so many labs, Madeline. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> and she, as, as she's been listening 
to all the things going on and all the different clients and their stories and 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 fill it, making forms for us like we have a mold assessment form which we created it for our free liver detox protocol um, which anybody can get access to if you want to see this mold assessment that Madeline completed <laughs> she filled it out and said Allison, I think I might have mold toxicity. Mm-hmm. I think I'm going to yep. do the organic acids test. I'm like, great. Awesome. Yeah. And um, we are here to talk about the results. We've we've been like intentionally all, all throughout the day. So like, <laughs> let's not talk about it. Don't say anything. <laughs> yeah. We're like, be quiet. Save this for the podcast. It's good content. <laughs> because it's going to be, it's so great. One of the reasons, uh, Madeline, I don't think I told you this. Cause I try to keep it to myself. Mm-hmm. Was one of the reasons I wanted you on the podcast is you are actually someone who has pretty good health. Like you're in your early twenties, you work out. Okay, tell everyone what type of like. Okay, what's your what's your like <laughs> exercise and health background? So I used to be on a dance team in college, and I did it all four years, and I danced like all my life. And in college, we had a personal trainer, and he really got me to start loving, like, weightlifting and bodybuilding. So I started just at, like, a conventional gym bodybuilding and, like, learning a bunch of, you know, things on my own. And I also started to do CrossFit, which I've been loving CrossFit so much. It's such a challenge, but it's so much fun, and I've just made lots of new friends in the fitness community. I've just loved it all my life. So, and right now you're working on some certifications. Yes. I'm working on my personal training certification and my nutrition coach certification. So, I'm all done with the personal training. I just have to take my exam and then I'll start up on the nutrition training as soon as that's done. Yeah. So, Madeline is definitely like not new to the world of health and taking care of herself and is always trying to, you're always trying to get in your protein. Yeah. <laughs> up your protein, build that muscle. Yeah. Um, and so, and, and typically when I've observed you or heard things from you, like you're not someone who identifies as like feeling gross or right. poorly most of the time. Right. So what I would love you to start off with telling our audience is what made you, as, a, as honestly someone who might say you're a healthy person, mm-hmm. what made you say, oh, I need to do this test? So I think the first thing is just like hearing you talk to many clients about it and like the gut sinus connection. I've been hearing that a lot lately and just I was thinking to myself, you know, I get pretty bad allergies, like seasonal allergies, and I at least get one sinus infection like at least every year so I was just kind of scrolling um, through all of our like assessments when I was making like a bunch of us like the mold assessment and like the SIBO assessment stuff like that Um, I I was like you know I'm just gonna take the mold assessment because as I was doing it some of the questions were like hitting to my soul so I was like okay I'm just gonna take this and then I found out I was answering yes to mostly all of the questions and I was like okay this makes a lot of sense I always get sinus infections at least once a year I've always had like seasonal allergies pretty bad and when I was in college I was sick basically the whole entire freshman year because in the dorms it was just super nasty and filled with like dirt and dust and I was like maybe there's mold in my college apartment or there's mold in my home so that was really where it started 
Yeah. So, and I think you showed me your mold assessment results. I think I just laughed. <laughs> I mean, not that I would like laugh at your like, yeah. pain, but I was like, you're right. <laughs> like you did pretty bad on that test. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I know. And so you got the test and we're staring at it. Mm -hmm. um, we actually just got it like this weekend, the results. And what is, what's, what can you, can you tell what's on here? I can. Yeah. What I, when, I first, <laughs> when I saw it, tartaric acid, I was like, oh, yeah. hi. Mold. mold mold in the body so, yeah so the organic acid test it's urine-based test that madeline did at home and it's just something you can collect a sample mail it back in to the lab it's a lab test that we do with our clients when they look in, like they're indicated for mold or some other stuff that the oat test looks for here and uh it's all the things on here are acids it's it's things you're peeing out that your body has had to convert and deal with. And so tartaric acid, which is elevated for her, quite elevated, is a outcome that we've noticed that will come from the aspergillus mold. It could be connected to some other molds, but it's really well known for being connected to aspergillus. And so when it's high here, we're typically seeing you either have active exposure to mold that you're then peeing out the toxin outcome, toxic outcome, which means you're dealing with the toxin in your body actively, or it could be a previous exposure that you still have that toxicity in your body. Yeah. So now, you know, we're going to talk a little bit about what what you're going to be doing, what I'm going to be recommending, and even ask some questions here on the podcast for people to just listen to. But I mean, yeah, we opened this up and it's like, huh? Yeah. <laughs> and the other thing that's interesting, you're, you're the first marker here, citromalic acid mm -hmm. is also, it's not above range, but compared to all your other numbers here, can you see how it's elevated? Yeah. And then you're arabinose. Now arabinose acid right here is correlates with candida. Mm -hmm. And again, I wouldn't say this is elevated enough to be like, you have a candida overgrowth. Okay. Uh, so that was one of your concerns is yeah. you're like, how can I eat a lot of collagen? Mm -hmm. I know in the past you've said collagen intake's really bad if you have candida because yep. candida will convert it into something called oxalates right here. Yep. It's actually on the oat test. It shows a little fun diagram. But um, your candida is under control, which is really great news. Mm -hmm. What that tells me is your body is still being resilient with that mold toxicity in the terms of it's not throwing off your gut microbiome enough that your candida is overgrowing because mold tends to enable candida to overgrow. Yeah. So um, I know you know this, Madeline, but if you are somebody who's having a lot of candida overgrowth problems or you've even done a candida protocol to get rid of your candida or you did a candida <laughs> diet, if it still comes back or you still have bloating problems and all that candida stuff and UTIs and white, white you know, tongue with a white coating, like you need to figure out what's enabling candida to overgrow. So what, what's happy, what I'm happy to see is I feel like we yeah. don't have to work on like candida specifically. Right. It all makes sense, which is why I kind of felt, you know, relieved when I saw these results because like, I knew something was wrong, but I wasn't sure exactly what until, you know, it led me to the oat test. Yeah. So. so what we'll be doing next is just doing some testing. I'm going to be recommending some testing for you to do in your home so that you can see, do you have any active exposure? Because you can't heal in the same environment where you're getting active exposure. Um, it's interesting because we've also worked with other family members in your household and working on their health. And if there is any active mold exposure, it could be impacting them even in similar or different ways, similar yeah. being the symptoms like yeah you know you're getting sinus stuff they might get sinus they might get something else and that's another kind of shifty thing about mold is it can manifest in so many other 
problems mm-hmm. um, that it can just look like, well, I just have sinus problems and you just have gut problems. And another family member just has fibromyalgia or Hashimoto's or whatever. Yeah. But it's like we're all being exposed to mold. Yeah. Well, it's interesting because every single one of my family members gets at least one sinus effect infection a year. And this year we all had one at the same time. So that's kind of what is making me think there's possibly mold in my house right now so you're like yeah yeah and and it's just better to know it's better it, it can be hard to take that in and realize what that's going on but yeah but it's better to know so what I wanted to go on next and what I just thought was so great about your your this this testing Madeline I'm I usually I rarely get to work with anyone who is basically quote-unquote healthy right most people are coming to like I downright don't feel good <laughs> like, yeah right yeah um and you're in a perfect position that shows that you could be somebody who has I just get something small I just get sinus infections once a year I just yeah. you know get allergies but if you didn't deal with this and you got older and you had a kid like mm-hmm. which is very stressful to women's body or you maybe did a really intense athletic feat that could tip things at the scales in against your like your health because you're pushing your body you go through a period of um insomnia not insomnia but poor sleep because of uh, maybe having a baby or if you go to grad school something where you're just not sleeping a lot or you um there's so many things that could happen in your health that are actually part of normal life processes and if you have this mold whether even if it's active or past exposure and this mold toxicity in your body eventually it would likely win right and so it could be 10 or 20 or 30 years from now and that's where a lot i met meet a lot of my clients who are in their 30s 40s 50s and they say well this has been going on for six years seven years 10 years 20 years yeah when did it start oh it started in college it started after my first kid it started when whenever and it real you realize oh the beginning mm-hmm. the beginning of this mass more health problems, massive, <laughs> however you want to, however it feels like in your body once yeah. you get to those 30s, 40s, 50s, you're mitigating it. And like, this is the ideal place. You only need one lab. We're not having to do all this stuff. And it might feel like, some people might feel like, oh, that's a lot of money to spend on, like this was 310-ish dollars. Mm-hmm. Yeah, uh, 15, $315 for this, which would be a lot of money for someone at your age, but it's way yeah. less money than like, you're going to be spending Mm -hmm. to both mitigate it for the next couple decades all the allergy medication or but then all the other health problems that'll show up and it's going to save you so much time this could set you up for more food sensitivities right now you don't that we can tell doesn't seem like you have any like Mm -hmm. praise god (laughs) yeah (laughs) i know i feel i feel so blessed to be like getting ahead of it right now i'm like oh thank god so you know and, and it's the same, like, even if you are that 10, 20, 30 years down the road from where you wish you could have done some more testing, yeah. like when I think about my health, I'm like, mm, wish I could have gotten some in my early 20s. But wherever yeah. you're at, now is the time. Now mm-hmm. is your early point. Right. Anything after this is... Um, now is the best time to ever do yes. anything about your health. <laughs> I'm ready. <laughs> so let's look at some more information on here. Um, there's honestly not a lot to break down, which is interesting in its own right. So on the second page of the organic acids test, there's several different sections. One of them is called an oxalate section and you're good. Like, like one, you can see that oxalate marker Mm -hmm. is elevated. So you're getting some extra oxalates, but it's not to the point where you would be getting symptoms. Yeah. But isn't it interesting that it's elevated? Yeah. Candida and mold tend to elevate oxalates in the body. 
And then if you also were eating a high oxalate diet, which you're actually not because you're eating, you eat a lot of meat, a lot of protein, I, I do a, lot of a lot of meat-based meat. mm-hmm. protein sources. Yes. That would really up your oxalate levels. But if you were also eating a lot of green smoothies or doing a lot of plant-based protein, this could be way worse. Yeah, I do do I do use plant-based protein every now and again, but not that often. And I really don't eat that many vegetables. So <laughs> you're like, I don't have space yeah, in my d- belly for the vegetables no. and for the protein. I know. <laughs> either one or the other. And I you're choose like, protein. I choose muscle growth. Yeah, yeah. Um, which which I think is just it's great. So yeah. let's see. Um, I mean, your lactic acid area might be a little. I mean, it's teeny elevated, but not even. It's not out of bounds for. For people who aren't looking at our lab, it's not out of bounds. It's elevated, and I'm like, you're used, you're literally building muscle. That's yeah, I was acid. gonna say that's correlated with building muscle. That's isn't correlated it? Yeah. with breaking all the muscle in your body. Yeah, which why <laughs> is why like we get sore, right? Yes. Yep. Mm-hmm. Um, now, if you're having problems in your glycolytic cycle, then what'll happen is even if you do work out, if you're like someone who's sore for a really long time after mm-hmm. working out, it could mean that you're not you're missing certain nutrients or your mitochondria aren't working well or that you have pathogens inhibiting this cycle. So you could work out the same that you currently are, but if you had more problems going on, this could actually be out the wazoo high. Okay. I've seen that's one of the things that can get off. And that's when someone becomes quote unquote exercise sensitive, okay. um, has a harder time working out or says, I feel really sore for days after working out. That's related to yeah. this section of the test not working well. So um, it's just one more place you succeeded in. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Um, yeah, mitochondrial markers. I don't. Not much for me to say. Again, you're you're in range for everything the way I'd want, we'd expect you to be. Same with your neurotransmitter metabolites. No signs of C diff there. Usually, that's my main thing. I'm curious about. Okay. Um, pyrimidine. I don't say that word very often. Pyrimidine and metabolites are good. Your ketone and fatty acid are good. So you're breaking down your fat well and you're not going to ketosis. That's good. I mean, if you were on a keto diet, Mm -hmm. we'd expect these to be high, but if you're not, we would want them where they're at. So good. Yeah. Breaking down your fat, your B vitamins are looking good. Um, so, I mean, everything's good. Your glutathione was a little low, but it, if it's low in this test, sometimes it doesn't always mean it's low, low, actually low. But here's the thing. Anytime someone has mold toxicity, I do recommend glutathione okay. because mold specifically depletes glutathione really fast in the body. And this is a marker or it's, it's literally a, a chemical that the liver makes to detox the body um, all the time. It makes it all the mm-hmm. time for no reason. I mean, to de- help detox the body. But if you're, <laughs> if you have mold toxicity, you either can have a lower ability, reduced ability to detox the body or, um, any glutathione you're making gets depleted really fast and that could change this marker. Okay. So I, I mean, protocol. Yeah, we have protocol. I mean, <laughs> just going to take some glutathione okay. while yeah. we test your house. Yeah. Because we're not going to start getting rid of any of the mold in your body until, we know you're not being actively exposed to it. Right. Because if you did that, you could actually feel way worse because you're literally like breathing it in at night or in the daytime. And Mm -hmm. then you're like trying to push it out. And it's, it's, it's very intense for the body. It'd be way too much. So we're, but glutathione is going to mitigate it. Um, also something called the biotoxin binder by Cellcor is going to mitigate and bind some of those toxins. Okay. And I'm curious with those two on it, on their own. 
uh, if that would impact anything in your like overall sinuses, yeah, you know, just overall how your face feels. Yeah, well, <laughs> I do have a thought. When I took the liver protocol, oh yeah, um, after getting off of birth control, which is what you recommended, um, I noticed that I did get a sinus infection like while I was taking it. So I wonder if it was because I was like trying to detox your body. You know? It might have stirred stuff up. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. Like, and I was like, I didn't yeah. put two and two together until after the fact. Until actually, until my mold. mom brought it up. She was like, you know, maybe it was a detox like symptom. Yes. Yeah. Yes. I mean, if you're say, I I, in all my years of of working on my body and other people's bodies, what I find is a really helpful concept when it comes to health is that we all have our own Achilles heel. Yeah. Right. Achilles had a heel problem. Somebody else is going to have a different problem. <laughs> yeah. Right. And so when when Madeline, for you, when your body gets overwhelmed, your primary symptom might always be sinuses. Yeah. Right. Like for the rest of your life, you just know if I don't sleep enough, if I eat really crappy mm-hmm. food, if I sleep in a hotel that had mold in it, if I whatever, like, yep. oh, my sinuses are going to flare up, you 100%. know, um, but for me, I know if, if I, if I've messed up in one of those same areas, I'm probably going to get constipated. Yeah. Right. <laughs> like, right. Like, <laughs> Manifest differently. Right. In... But it's exactly. So that's yeah. my, my Achilles heel, you know, some, some other clients we have, they get a headache. Yeah. They get a migraine. Mm-hmm. Some other clients we get, you know, it's, it's different, but it's the same. It's just the body saying I'm, I'm something is being exposed. I'm being exposed to something or I'm missing something, maybe a key nutrient or whatever yeah. that, that helps me function optimally. And now it's manifesting at my weak spot. Yep. <laughs> Sinus infection. So yeah. And, and that's what happened when you detox. And that's yeah. pretty common when we detox that it's going to manifest in your area of mm-hmm. greatest, greatest problems, but it can manifest other places. Like I know you've talked about your acne yeah. changing as mm-hmm. you've gone through different phases of um, the liver protocol. Yeah. Or... I know that's super interesting. So one thing I used to get was like cystic acne on my forehead before I went on birth control. And then after I got off of birth control, I noticed like some acne like on my uh, jawline in my back. And um, it did like get significantly, well not significantly, but like a little bit worse when I was on the liver um, protocol. But then after I stopped it, it kind of cleared up a bit. but yeah, I just protocol. take that as a sign, you know, yeah. my body was detoxing, which is a good sign. So, yeah. Our skin's a detox organ, and the liver protocol would have been pushing out more toxins, and your skin's yeah. letting you know. Yep. <laughs> like, hello, we're part of the process. Yep. Um, so that's that's it. That's Without getting too deep into all the steps, that's what your next steps are going to be like. That's a little bit of, you know, if you're listening to this podcast and you're thinking, well, I'm 10 years too late to be where Madeline's at. But maybe think back. Can you remember a time in your life where you had some, you know, some ongoing stuff, but you didn't think too much about it? Was it in college, high school, middle school? You know, when you had your first few kids, your first stressful job, whatever it was, um, can you think back to that time and just realize that a lot of times people ask me, when did this start? Why am I, why is this happening to me? I was fine and now I'm not. Mm-hmm. And then most of the time it's actually, well, I guess I wasn't that fine. I was just good enough. And so, yeah. and if you are listening to this and you're, you're in, you, you are in that stage where it's like, well, this is kind of mild. Should I be doing something about it? 
Madeline, what would you, what would be your advice to someone who is in your shoes being that you just were in that place where yeah. you're like, Hey, I'm pretty healthy. Like, and you're, you're toying, should I do this test? Am I, right? I know, did you deal with anything? Like, am I paranoid? I <laughs> feel like I, I trust myself pretty much. I would just say just to have trust in yourself because when you feel that something is not right, even though if you have like someone else telling you, no, you know, that's just how your immune system is, you know, that's just how it is or, or whatever it may be, I would just say, just trust yourself because you know when something's wrong and I knew that something wasn't right. I knew I shouldn't be getting sinus infection every other month. And I kind of just listened to my inner voice and this job with you, Allison, has helped a lot. Just getting a lot of insight into everything, you know, gut-related and sinus-related. But yeah, I would just say trust yourself. You know when something's wrong and go for it if you if you feel like you have the need inside to figure it out go for it mm, deep words i love it <laughs> so thank you well that's a great way to end this podcast madeline thanks again so much for being on the better belly podcast and sharing thank you for having your, me yeah sharing your story and all those details yeah i loved it thank you Hey friend, I hope you loved this episode. If you've been a fan for a while or newly loving this podcast, can you do me a favor? Drop into Apple Podcasts and leave me a review. When you leave a review, you do so much. You help me know you're listening. You can tell me what you're loving so I know what to make more of. And you help others by boosting this podcast so other people like you can find the podcast too. I mean, it's a win, 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 right? So if you want a way to pay it forward, just go to Apple Podcasts or click the link in my show notes and leave a rating and review. And if you want some more free stuff, just head over to my free Facebook group, betterbellytherapies.com slash Facebook, and you can get access to all of my free support for you, including some Facebook group exclusive stuff like my podcast episode vault, where you can search the Better Belly podcast by topic and find exactly what you need to expedite your healing. I cannot wait to see you in there. Catch you guys next week.